Hey there, welcome to Your Living Health. This is the podcast where we talk about real life strategies to reduce your chronic inflammation. Each episode, we're going to uncover tools for how you can lose weight and achieve optimal health. I'm your host, Carly Lucchese. I'm a UC Davis trained registered dietitian, and I'm also a life coach. So together, let's coach through the science of inflammation, but in a way that's simple, purposeful, and fun. You ready? Let's go. Hey there, guys. What's going on? Hope you have an amazing day. Today, I am just getting back from watching my son shoot trap, and I am incredibly grateful that it was a sunny day and about 30 degrees warmer than the previous weekend. So we got that going. It was a beautiful day, had a lot of fun, but now I am here and I get to talk to you about one of my favorite and most impactful tools, which of course is cold exposure. So in episode 24, we talked all about fasting as a tool, which again, I love it and I use it very regularly, but now we get to go over another tool that is also going to be used in order to reduce inflammation. So this is, um, you know, like I said, it's just another tool that we're going to be adding to your toolbox, just like fasting, where we're just going to be placing that intentional and acute stress on your body in order to help your body to adapt and optimize so that it can run better as an overall unit. So some of you out there, I'm guaranteeing, are a hard no on cold exposure, which I'm not going to lie. I kind of was too. I'm like, why the heck would I get into this miserable cold tub? But we know. It's not comfortable, it's not fun, and there does need to be some discipline involved in order to make it happen. So if you are, like I was, a little weary about the cold exposure coming into this episode, I think you're right where you need to be. Because today I want to talk specifically to you about why this is so beneficial for your body and exactly how you're going to use this tool in a way that's going to benefit your body in multiple different ways. Because I don't know about you, but like when I want, when I am embracing discomfort, I really want to achieve as many benefits as humanly possible in the process. So that's what we're really going to focus our attention on. How do we get the most bang for your buck if you are willing to make yourself uncomfortable? So when I talk about cold exposure, so this can be achieved in multiple different ways, but ultimately it comes down to a willingness to get cold, right? Whether it be from submerging into a cold body of water, it could be a cold shower, um, any way that you are going to really put that strain on your body for a limited period of time. So this is, of course, when you do take that first plunge, it's not going to be fun. And you're going to experience all sorts of sensations. You are going to, when you first put your foot in, you're going to have your brain immediately be telling you and trying to trick you and using all the different ways in order to get you to stop <laughs> what it is that you're doing, right? It's going to send you all these pain signals as your, your foot begins to have this vascular constriction and all of a sudden your foot's going to be going numb, your brain's going to be telling you, hell no, right? This is crazy. This sucks. We don't need to do this. It's going to be telling you all the thoughts. 
But when you override this system and you finally decide to just drop in, right? This is when the fun will begin. The first time that you go in, you will immediately lose your breath. You will have hyperventilation type breathing patterns. You're going to have a rapid heartbeat that feels like it's in your throat. You're going to feel lightheaded, short of breath, and kind of just like you're going into shock. And then as you sit there, you're going to even have more discomfort because your brain is just going to like rapid fire all of these thoughts, any of the thoughts possible that are going to get you to take action so that you will leave this awful situation. And you are just going to have to endure this. And I tell you this not to be a jerk, (laughs) right? I'm not trying to like talk you out of cold plunge, but I really just want you to be aware of what to expect so that you know what is happening and that you know that this is normal, that nothing has gone wrong. This is totally just what to expect. And it's because you're a human putting yourself out there doing something uncomfortable. This will get far more comfortable after the first exposure, primarily because you're going to begin to understand how to override these survival systems, and you're going to begin to have the capacity to calm that rapid fire attempt to save you, right? Because your brain's just trying to save you by getting you out of this cold water. But you're going to get to decide eventually, right? Once <laughs> once you learn how, you are going to get to decide what's good for your body despite your brain thinking that it knows best. Your primal brain, it only desires comfort, avoidance of pain, and conserving energy. So when you go through that first cold plunge, of course your brain is going to tell you to leave because it literally thinks that you are dying. But eventually... With more and more times, more and more cold exposure, you will be able to override your hind brain with your frontal brain. And you will begin to take authority over the systems in your body as it responds to this acute stress. You're going to begin to lean into the cold and to turn on the systems that you want to work that day. You're going to be able to breathe into the cold, to calm your heart, to calm your breathing, and even to turn off the shivering if if that's what you actually want. But not the first time. The first time you're just going to get in and you're going to be the watcher of your body as it thinks it's dying. (laughs) But you're going to know better and you will just get to watch yourself and observe the chaos that's going to happen. Use the tools that we discuss in episode three so that you can be that person that passively watches yourself experience the feeling of the plunge without reacting to it. Okay, so now that you kind of understand what you're getting yourself into, what that first exposure is going to look like, I now want to talk about why cold exposure is something that you're going to want to use regularly in your life. So firstly, as we age, our metabolism, it tends to slow down, right? And this can lead to, unfortunately, some weight gain, some decreased energy levels, So cold plunges or exposure to cold temperatures, it can stimulate the development of brown fat in the body. 
So there's two different types of fat, right? There's white fat and brown fat. And unlike white fat, which is the one that stores energy, brown fat is a type of fat that generates heat by burning calories. And this can help to increase your metabolism and potentially even aid in weight loss. So when the body is exposed to cold temperatures, it activates a process called thermogenesis, which generates heat by burning calories. So this process, it can activate brown fat cells, which are, uh, they're kind of specialized cells and they contain large amounts of mitochondria. So that is the cellular structures that are responsible for generating energy, right? In school, we learned that the, uh, it's the mighty mitochondria, right? It's the one that it has the motor. It is involved in a lot of energy generation. So brown fat cells, they can burn calories through this process called non-shivering thermogenesis, which involves the this uncoupling of the mitochondria from the production of ATP. And this is the molecule that provides energy to the cells. So instead, this mitochondria generates heat and this can help raise the body's core temperature and promote the burning of calories. Yes, please. This is like passive burning of calories. So that is the first reason why you might want to include cold exposure in your life. So secondly, cold exposure, it can also help to improve your immune function. So your immune system, it is a good thing, right? And you want to have a system that's strong, that's responsive, and that is acutely paying attention to your body and to the stresses entering your body, right? So by stimulating the production of white blood cells, cold exposure, it can help your body to fight off infections and illness more effectively. And I don't want this to be confused, though, with chronic inflammation. Um, As we know, right, chronic inflammation, it is created by kind of the same system, right? Your immune system is the system that creates inflammation. Inflammation is just the chemical warfare that your own body creates in order to fight off invaders. It's a really good thing. You want to have a good immune system, right? You want to have acute inflammation. But the problem comes when this system doesn't know when or how to turn off. But in order to learn how to turn it off, you will need to introduce a strain to your system in some way. And the tool that we're focusing obviously on today is cold exposure, right? Cold exposure can help you to learn how to use acute inflammation in order to optimize system. And you can use cold exposure to alternatively learn how to shut off that chronic fight or flight response. All right, so thirdly, cold exposure, it can have a positive effect on your skin. So this can be, of course, a concern for women or men as we age, right? So we want to maintain our skin integrity. So exposure to cold temperatures, it can actually improve your blood circulation and it can create an environment where you can bring more nutrients and more oxygen to our skin cells that can help to promote a healthy and uh, more 
youthful appearance, right? And then, of course, uh, more importantly, I think most importantly, is that cold exposure, it can also reduce inflammation in the body. So this can have, of course, a range of health benefits because inflammation, uh, it's this natural response to injury or infection like we talked about earlier. But when it becomes chronic, remember that's when bad things happen. That's when our our health begins to decline. It leads to autoimmune diseases or heart disease, cancer. So cold exposure, it can help to reduce inflammation and it can help to reduce the risk of these and other type diseases, of course, that are inflammation-based. So that is kind of a little bit of the bullet point reasons why cold exposure is going to be a benefit to your body. But now, the how, okay? (laughs) This is not as simple as jumping into a cold creek and then sprinting back to the hot rocks, desperate for heat again. That's not how to do this process, okay? So there are some very specific ways to use the cold in order to achieve the most benefits. So temperature is going to matter here, okay? And the range, it does seem to be best when it's within around like a 36 to 50 um, degree Fahrenheit range. So when you first begin cold exposure, it is obviously going to be far easier to plunge into 50 degree water than it is 36 degree water. But as you become a little bit more cold adapted and you are more able to override your system's survival mechanisms, you're going to be able to gradually reduce this um, water temperature lower and lower. So the colder the temperature, the shorter the duration is going to be required to achieve the same benefits. But when you begin... I want you to only start with around a three-minute cold plunge in around 50 degrees of water. Trust me, I know some of you out there are like, that's not enough. That's not enough, right? But trust me, you will feel all of the discomfort even within these temperatures of water, right? Even for just three minutes, that's going to be a push the first time that you get in this water, Eventually, though, this water is going to feel almost like not necessarily warm. I mean, don't misquote me there, but it's going to feel a lot less uncomfortable, like it's going to be a little bit easier to get in and it's going to be a little bit less effective. But that's when you are going to get the opportunity to raise the bar a little higher and you're going to submerge yourself in even colder water for a longer duration of time. So you can build to water in the 30s, right? Down to around, I mean, obviously it's going to freeze at some point. You can't get into a chunk of ice, so it needs to be still liquid water. But you're going to be able to get into that water in the 30s for around five minutes. That's what you're going to build to durations of. But you do want to limit your cold exposure to around a max 
of about 10 to 15 minutes total per week in the coldest of temperatures, right? In the 30s. But you're going to be able to extend this to around 30 to 45 minutes um, per week in water if it's up to those temperatures in the 50s. Your system and your skin is going to be able to withstand those temperatures for a little bit longer period of time. But once you begin to get over that, that shell shock of the first few cold exposures, that's where the real work is going to begin. Okay, so when you go into the plunge after that first few plunges where you're just getting over that shell shock, that's where you're going to be able to actually choose where to focus your effort each time. Okay, there is different things that you can focus on during your exposure to the water. So you can choose whether you want to focus your effort on creating that brown fat or if you want to focus your efforts learning how to use your brain to override your body's stress response. It's like this, this, um, these paths that are going to diverge, that are going to go opposite directions and you get to choose which one you want to go on on any particular day. So if you decide to focus on increasing your metabolism by creating that brown fat, what this will look like is you deciding to lean into the process of shivering when you get in. Obviously, your body is going to naturally default to this process, but you are going to allow it and you're really going to lean into it, right? You're going to allow your whole body to shiver without any attempt at controlling it. You're going to embrace it. And personally, I almost laugh at how much my body is able to shiver as it tries to warm me up in this totally impossible condition. So really lean into it and just have fun with it, right? And after your time is up, you're going to be able to hop out and warm up just like normal in a towel. You don't necessarily have to go to a hot shower or anything, um, but just warm up as normal. So that is how you are going to create more of that brown fat through your cold exposure. But alternatively, this is the other path, right? If you want to work on your brain's ability to override your body's stress systems, this will look like as you slide into that freezing cold water, you will breathe into the experience of it and you will not allow your body to shiver at all. This sounds impossible, but this is mind-blowing what you are able to do when you focus your efforts on this. So this is where you're going to choose to lean into the experience of the cold instead of leaning into that natural process of shivering. So this will be such a different experience for you compared to the one where you're creating brown fat. You will need to listen to the thoughts that your primal brain comes up with all those we're dying we're dying get out it's gonna you're gonna have to just hear these thoughts and almost visualize that they're floating away 
You will be bombarded with so many useless thoughts that your brain is going to use in order to try to get you to leave the situation. You will need to listen to them and allow these thoughts and then simply as they're floating away, you get to choose to respond using your adult brain, which is that that forebrain. Respond with comments like, we're okay, we can do this. And this is going to be while you're calmly breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. You're just going to be focusing on breathing, right? You're going to feel your heartbeat racing and you're not going to react to it. You're going to feel yourself losing your breath and you're just going to slowly and calmly lean into the process of regaining your breath. You're going to feel the cold on your skin and you're going to know that you can handle this for as long as needed, right? You're just going to have that confidence. You're going to stay in for the three minutes and you're going to, or, you know, to start, you're going to stay in for the three minutes building to longer durations of time. And you're going to just confidently know that you could handle more. So your brain during the process where you're overriding these systems, your brain is going to be confidently and calmly reminding your body that nothing has gone wrong, that you're just in some cold water, you can get out soon, not a big deal, right? You're going to be breathing in and out, you're going to be calmly focusing on your heart and telling it just to slow down, that nothing has gone wrong, we're not going to die. And by learning how to override your body by using your brain, you're going to come away with so many new and strengthened skills. What this will include is like a confidence in your abilities to manage your stress that can come from daily life, right? If you can handle, if you can override your body telling you you're going to die when you're in this horribly cold water, what is life going to throw at you that you can't calm with that strengthened mind, right? You're going to come out of this experience with pride that you can handle discomfort with grace and with control, You're going to learn how to trust that you know how to take care of your body even in the face of discomfort, that you're willing to put yourself in harm's way in order to achieve an optimal good for your body. And also you're going to come out of this experience with the discipline that results in freedom from the constraint of your primal mind. So the upsides to deliberate cold exposure, I think they far outweigh the discomforts of being cold. I've discussed with you the way that your brain and body will benefit, but I haven't even touched on the improvements that you're going to feel on your mood following a cold plunge. So this is where you're really going to be able to reap the benefits of inducing this short-term fight or flight response. So remember, a chronic, like that fight or flight response that's stuck on for long, like for years, like some of you have been experiencing, that is the bad one that creates chronic disease. But we do want that really acute flight or flight response to be there because what happens then 
is that you get a lot of other benefits from that short-term fight-or-flight response. So exposure to cold water, it can trigger the release of adrenaline and endorphins. And these are natural chemicals in the body that can provide this beautiful sense of euphoria and energy after the fact. So adrenaline, it is a hormone. So it's adrenaline or epinephrine, right? Adrenaline, it's a hormone that is released in response to stress or to perceived danger. And it can increase your heart rate. It can um, have effect on your blood pressure, respiration, and it can provide this burst of energy and focus. So the effect of adrenaline can last for several minutes and up to a few hours, depending on, you know, the, the person or the specific circumstances. And then also the endorphins that are released. So endorphins are neurotransmitters from your brain that are released in response to stress or pain. So these are the ones that can produce kind of this sense of euphoria and it can reduce the feeling of pain or discomfort. So this one's going to help you in order to stay in the tank for a little bit longer duration of time. But more importantly, I think, the effect of the endorphins can last for several hours. And in some cases, it can even last for a few days. This is because of your willingness to embrace discomfort for a matter of minutes. So I hope out there that I have convinced at least one of you to consider giving cold plunge a try. So whether this be jumping in a creek or the ocean or a tub of water, maybe even turning down the the temperature in the shower for a few minutes at the end, doesn't matter. You get to pick your method. So this is a tool it's, that's going to reduce your inflammation and it's going to create an increased ability to lose weight. And it's going to be this beautiful opportunity for you to manage your mind. So please let me know how it goes. I would love to hear your experience. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Your Living Health. And that's where I posted my first experience with Cold Plunge. And I would love to see yours. So all right, everyone. That's all I have for you today. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, change is hard. And doing it without professional guidance can make it seem impossible. If you're willing to do the work, I can make your path to longevity straight and strategic. Take the first step, head on over to yourlivinghealth.com and book your free consult so we can chat about your unique situation. And please take a second or two and leave me a review. Thank you for your interest in reducing your chronic inflammation and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.